Welcome back to yet another episode of the Beer and Loving Podcast. The podcast made for by... Okay, I'm going to start that again. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Beer and Loathing Podcast, the podcast made for drunks by drunks about the drunks that help you get drunk. I'm Pete Evan Grand Rapids, joined by Sam Sly in Denver. Tonight we have Noah joining us from Rocky Mountain Barrel Company. Thanks again for joining us, and as always, I am so, so sorry. How are you doing, Noah? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Just ready for this uh, hat trick of an appearance with you guys. Oh, for sure, man. Welcome back. Thank you. Three is the magic number, so uh, we'll see if that applies to podcast guests. You'll be the first one to cross the uh, oh, three-time milestone. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> records. I'm a drink to that. Hey. Yeah. So, so, speaking of, what is, what are you, what's everybody drinking? We'll start with Noah, end uh, with me. And what is your preferred, okay, so if you don't have a bottle opener, what is your preferred method of opening your bottles? Because there's a lot of different ways to do it, and a lot of people have a lot of different styles to do it. And I'm stuck in the upstairs of my house with a beer bottle, and I did not bring a beer opener. So I'm just, I'm just curious what. Going to crowdsource what, an answer here? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I always use uh, my go-to as a counter. Yeah, just, just yeah, place that sure. cap on and boom. Hopefully it's not my counter because I tend to always fuck them up. Yeah, so. or it's yeah, not sure. a counter that's nice. We actually, yeah. when we first learned that track back in like college. Uh, we were at a friend's house whose parents didn't give a shit about us throwing parties at their place, even though we were like underage. So I don't think I think the statute of limitations is passed. Now that I'm 35, so we're probably good there. But I just remember we fucked up the molding on their basement, like uh, their basement ledge, so bad because we just and the fu- the worst problem is this is there were screw off tops, so like we could have just screwed them <laughs> up. But we're just like that's badass, just popping these bitches off. It's it was the worst. Oh. Oh, by the way, we're drinking uh, Station 26's uh, Juicy Banger IPA. Yeah, we're, we're at Station... Uh, Pete, did you say that we're at Station 26 at all? I didn't, no. No, I was going to ask you where you were at. I mean, it's it's cool. I'd like to think my apartment had this much of a crowd in it, <laughs> just raging in the background, but... Are you fucking serious? That would be a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know, I'd like it. I, got, I have weird tastes, I guess. He just invites <laughs> random people over all the time. I, I know I'd never have to drink alone. <laughs> that, that, that alcoholism thing just be wiped right out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're at Station 26, which is up kind of in the northern part of Denver. Uh, old fire station. It's pretty badass. I'm staring down their brew system right now. It's in the one half of the station. You can see two of the poles that the uh, firemen would use to slide down take that however you will but that's the actual like you know I, I think of Ghostbusters when I look at this shit because that's where my mind immediately goes yes since they're an old fire station yes and they actually keep their barrels down in the basement which is actually a uh, nuclear bunker apparently really yeah I didn't even know, yes. I didn't know this had a basement yeah it's total total basement down there it, does it look so Pete this place looks like kind of it's got that 70s institutional look to it like teal whatever mauve tile uh, and there's some red and stuff I think they added but what does the basement look like now? Is it, is it it's same. similar? Okay. Similar. Like 50s schoolhouse ready for the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> it, was like, it, was the, it was the barracks for uh, guys that misbehave, too. Yes, yes. Doubles down. Yep. I have actually been thinking about becoming a firefighter recently. It's, Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, dro- like dropping the DevOps IT thing and just trying to become a firefighter. I have no idea 
where that stems from. Like, Did you watch Backdraft a couple too many times this weekend? <laughs> I've never even seen Backdraft. Neither have I. Mean, I but oh my gosh! Sorry, Ron about Howard. It. I've never seen it, but I've never seen Backdraft. I I just don't. I have no idea why. Have you even seen Rescue Me? That show that had Dennis Leary in it. No. That's actually good. You should watch that. That is a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, he bangs a lot of, uh, a, lot of a lot of ladies, and but there, there's some good drama there too. He does make some sweet loving in that movie yeah. for your show. See a lot more of Dennis Leary's ass than I would have cared to see, but yeah, <laughs> yeah no Dennis Leary ass, like one Dennis Leary ass. <laughs> yeah, that's all yeah. you need. That's all yeah. you need. Just one. Yeah. Well, it. So what? Uh, are there like fireman moves? What would your what was your what, what would you do as a fireman, Pete? I don't know. Like, I just have been thinking, like, damn, dude, I just want to do, like, a civil servant job. You know, like a public service type job. You can work at the DMV. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. You'll get to talk to firefighters then. You probably... Yeah. Do they get a mark on their license or anything? Like. Like uh, my motorcycle endorsement. Yes. It's like, oh, you. That'll be an extra $2 for your license, (laughs) sir. Oh, the DMV. Boring. I'd work with the worst people in the world. Like, everybody I've ever dealt with at the Secretary of State or DMV have just been... Like, most of them are real assholes. They're all nice. They just seem really impatient. Like, they hate them. Have you guys ever come across someone who's very, like, happy and bubbly at the DMV? Or whatever we call it One out here. One person. The last time I got my ID, like, the last time I had a picture taken for my ID, the lady there was so fucking nice and sweet. Like, it had to have been... Like her first week, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe she just loves working, working there. But she was so sweet. It's like a, it's like a lonely grandma that doesn't have any children that visits her. <laughs> yeah, I, I so guess. poor woman was barren. She adopts, she adopts all the DMV yeah. patrons. She's got ninety-five cats back home. <laughs> a lot I, of cats. My working theory is those people are on their last day and/or week, and they're probably about to start shooting some shit up. Yeah. DMV cultivates terrorism. Because <laughs> that seems like uh, a, a very unthankful job. And I appreciate everyone who's ever taken my driver's Oops. license picture because I've maybe had one good one out of the five I've had done. Uh, <laughs> why do you appreciate them? They, they take pictures of you at your worst, Sam. They, no, no, no. I've had two other people take pictures of me at my worst, and I was in jail. So they... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... I've had enough mug shots to know the DMV is just a step up from that at least. Did did you tell Pete about our uh, adventure at the bottle share? I did not. We should talk about that though. That was fun. It was a good time. Pete, you totally missed out, man. There was all kinds of delicious beers. I wish I could have been there. Yeah. Have you uh, have you heard about this new trend with the the caramel haze? No. Oh, dude. No, I haven't. Yeah, there's like this new thing with all the it's like just pure caramel hazy IPA thing. Yeah, it's huh. it's it's out there, it, and there was a shitload of beers it, there. I mean, caramel IPA. Yeah, it's super. That sounds fucking disgusting. It's just super caramely. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know you think they might dip some apples in or something, but it's apparently it's uh, either from the grain they use a lot of caramel crystal grain or uh, you know there's I've heard there's some barrel aging components to this too yeah yeah there's there's some barrels out there that definitely give a lot of carameliness it's kind of like uh, drinking a Rolo but <laughs> with some IPA dankness on the back end slow your yes. YOLO with some Rolo <laughs> yes. I seriously think that sounds so fucking gross is it good? Man, you, you haven't tried it. You can't knock it till you try it's, it, bro. It's, it's I, I feel like, yeah, it's it's one of those things you have to experience. I mean, it's 
you know, the New England IPAs has the haze, like the caramel haze. It's almost got an additional mouthfeel. It's not quite a stout. It's not quite a brown. It's not quite an IPA. It's just like caramel. Yeah, just mellow. So I really like the New England style. I like. I know a lot of people dog that shit, but I think it tastes like orange juice, and I, I think that's okay with. Me. I like orange juice. Yeah. But have you had caramel in your orange juice? Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. That's <laughs> 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 terrible. Not, not, not entirely sure about that one. <laughs> no, I, I, we, uh... Oh. That's a hog. That's a Harley. That's a road hog. Yeah, it, like it. It, it was, uh, I don't know, this is the first time I've just been presented with the with the true caramelliness of, of these beers, and it was amazing going from beer to beer, just... You know, like the best way you could describe them is with caramel. Just caramel, man. Yeah, just, just caramel. Just bam. Say it with us, caramel. 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 Yes. Car- A lot of people say caramel. 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 That caramel haze. Yeah, I mean, we could, what, we, could go, we could go with caramel. I mean, I, I, I think we had a beer called Caramel Toe there, actually. We did have a caramel toe. <laughs> <laughs> Super caramel toe. Um. No, uh, Noah. And we, we we kind of dabble in this, and I think this is new to you in uh, in your realm. How can barrels, you know, attribute to this 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 new up and coming style? Oh man, um, just depends on what what it aged before, you know. So it's funny. There is actually a company out there that barely ages chocolate, and they charge about three hundred dollars per chocolate bar. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So I've yet to get those barrels back, but I'm sure he wants to charge an arm and a leg if he's charging $300 for, like, an 8-ounce chocolate bar. You think in that instance he's, like, actually trying to barrel-age chocolate specifically for the resale of the barrel? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't I really... <laughs> Honestly, man, when I got that request, I was like, what? <laughs> Who? What? That'll be the chocolatest bung you've ever had to stick your nose oh, in. Oh, my God. Wait a sec, is it, like liquid chocolate or does the barrel impart any flavor on chocolate yeah that caramel call it the oh. rollo i call it the rollo barrel gotcha gotcha no i i no he like uh, we got him a cognac barrel and then i don't know i mean the barrel itself was probably like four hundred dollars five hundred dollars damn and then it's a bigger barrel so it's not your traditional 53 or 59 gallon but yeah he puts this chocolate in there and i guess he's a chocolatier and Pumps out some amazing three hundred dollar per bar chocolate, which I just don't. I just I can't fathom, man. I, I don't know if he has like any loss or what, because like when you put maple syrup in a barrel, um, which is delicious by the way, if you haven't had any bourbon barrel aged maple syrup, not yet. It's amazing. Um, they do a lot of it. Yeah, you should be able to get some out there in Michigan from Bliss Gourmet. Um, oh they, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they have uh, they have a bunch of hot sauces. Like, yeah, where I work loves that shit. Yeah, so I've carried those barrels before. Um, but, uh, sorry, somebody's pounding on the table over here. is grabbing me. This is <laughs> yeah. totally distracting me, ADD moment. Um, <laughs> it, it comes way, way harder than I thought it would. <laughs> um, but, uh, what was I saying? The You're talking about maple syrup and bourbon barrels. Thank you. And how good it was. Wow, I got really distracted. I'm so I'm, lucky. I'm glad I pulled that back in. I wasn't even certain either. Start railing some Adderall here. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, the, the maple syrup. So when you put that sugary of a substance in a barrel, you have to make sure it's super wet, like the soaking wet of bourbon or whatever it held previously because that sugar is going to crystallize in there and just suck out all the moisture. And then it starts leaking. 
so yeah, there, okay. there's there's like a legitimate reason why you know you pay twenty or thirty bucks a, a bottle for some of that barrel aged maple syrup because they probably lost a good chunk of it. Sure, because sugar just dries out a barrel, and it's funny because everybody's like, "Oh, I want a maple syrup barrel. I want this. I want that." You know, it's like, "Cool, I'll get you one." But this is something I had to learn, and then they learn as well. And, you know, then people, they, they seem to understand and grasp it. And then now they're making some delicious-ass, you know, maple syrup barrel-aged beers. Yeah, so. exactly. That's And that's, I mean, the, the life cycle of the barrel is, has become fascinating to me because you can put different things in and out of it. And oh, my God. it's you, I think we've talked about this before, you know. Like, it depends on where it's going, but it can be used over and over. Like with, so we get a barrel, let's say it's a Madeira barrel from Spain. And then a brewer uses it, or let's say let's say a distiller uses it to finish their bourbon often. Yeah. Then a brewer uses that barrel when they're done, and then that brewer gives it to a meadery who ages in that, and that brewery wants that barrel back, and it is like constant back and forth. And then a cidery will take it, or something, or Bliss Gourmet will take it and do some random one-off special stuff, you know. To your knowledge, is like does the whatever just get? Stripped of all everything and it's just fucking useless. Um. Yeah. It can. It, well. Yes and no. Um. It just totally depends on what it held previously. Because obviously you're gonna want whatever character. If you want an oak character, that's just probably gonna be long gone by that. Time. Sure. Okay. Um, and that's typically the reason why the reason why a lot of people get rid of the barrels is because there's no more oak character that they're wanting. Yep. And that's what some people want, such as the rum and tequila producers and scotch producers. They don't give the rat's ass about the oak character. They just want to do a cheap finish and get that <laughs> yeah. that caramel character. <laughs> yeah, get, get that caramel goodness. The caramel. Um, caramel. Caramel. Car- caramel. 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 <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's, you, you know, barrels can, I mean, I'm just trying to think of like an end-of-life barrel. Probably be like a Tabasco hot sauce barrel because... Because nobody wants that shit afterwards. <laughs> no, they have one over here, or they had one over at... Um, Declaration Brewing. Okay, yeah. And I saw it, and that thing looked decrepit as shit. Like, like, I don't know, it was horrible. Sorry, there's more pounding. I'm totally getting distracted. I need to rail some Adderall. <laughs> Ram some Juicy Banger. Mm. Guys, oh. I, I, I usually leave this as an Easter egg in shows, but I have to piss so bad, and I'm really enjoying the conversation, so I don't want to just walk away from it, but keep, keep talking, and I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So, I don't even know what to talk about. Caram- we could talk about more caramel. We could. I don't know why I'm so fixated on the Rolo aspect. I know there's other. There's what happened to Caramello? Remember that? Oh my God! I think Carmelo Anthony might have ruined it. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> what else has caramel? I'm thinking like. God damn mo- it! You're right. I uh, mocha frappa caramel, mocha. papa chino. See, I don't drink that garbage. Like, I don't I, I'm not a big. I don't oh, drink right. coffee, period, so... Oh, really? Yeah, no. How do you function in the morning? Do you, like, get, I do you taste yourself? No. You know, like, I, a, like on low voltage? Just, just punch myself in the balls a couple times <laughs> and call it good. <laughs> that, that, I'm honestly not sure. I Like, every day I wake shower? up... Every day I wake up, I'm like, huh, here I am. I exist. Here we, here I'm ready to again. seize the day. Yeah. Ready wow. to seize the carp. I'm going to need to clone your DNA and get a transfusion, because I, like, I'm on struggle bus. If I don't get enough sleep... Whew, I, I just, I just never got into coffee because... What? Yeah, and so in college, uh, I, I kind of quit caffeine out of necessity because I could either buy beer or I could buy soda. Ah. Or pop where I'm from. Pop. Yeah. I used to say I'm, pop. I'm, yeah, I'm from the Midwest, so we call it pop. Pop. What else pop, do they pop, say? Pop. How do you say pillow? Pillow? Pillow. 
I say pillow. I know friends from the north that say pillow. Yeah. Yeah. What about I, creek? I say creek. Some people say creek. Creek. Yeah. I, uh, so oatmeal. When I get what I get made fun of is saying. I used. I still think I say it all right now. I say dollars. I used to say dollars. 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 And I used to say college. And now college? I say college. I think I'm starting Co- to college. College. Like a collage. Like it's like porridge, but for college. college. Mm. It's co- college porridge. <laughs> <laughs> my my roommate says uh, oatmeal. I'm like, the fuck you say oatmeal? I'm like pig. Yeah. Trying to oink meal? Oatmeal. I'm like oatmeal. Who the hell says oatmeal? I've never even heard that. That's like... And my dad says crick. And he's from Illinois. Okay, yeah, So yeah. he's from like Rockford or Freeport, Illinois. So I get why he says some of the things he says. But my roommate, he's from Colorado. I'm like, who in Colorado even <laughs> says oatmeal? <laughs> who for, that's who? not a thing, dude. What? The, where the fuck is oatmeal from? That's, that's, I, yeah, that's that's the that's the question of the day. Time to, that might be the title. Where the fuck is oatmeal from? <laughs> I get, I'll get my buddy on, the, on there next time. Bryson Roberts, if you're listening. So... To, to this conversation, I used to think Crick and Creek were two separate types of bodies of water. <laughs> like, I thought like a little like piss through the woods or whatever was a Crick, and then a Creek was like slightly bigger. Slightly bigger. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Yeah. I, I could totally understand that. Yeah. I mean, if we were to like, if I were to go have to present this case in court, I'd totally support you. Oh man, I have a guy that would present this case in court, but I don't think we want him to represent us because he would just <laughs> talk about how dumb we are for actually having this conversation to begin with. Um, so yeah, well, I don't know what uh, what else has been going on in the beer realm that you guys been enjoying or noticing. Actually, or? Uh, this is something I thought of. I think the last time we talked when we were at Cerebral, you were about to go to that Mead Festival. Mm. What the shit went down there, man? How was that? All right, so Mead. I love. First off. I work with like one or two meteries. Superstition Meadery, which is like world renowned. They like okay. always just dominate um, the festivals whenever they go pour their stuff. And then there's Moonlight Meadery, who's you like I think I think Moonlight was like the original OG in the US. I'm sure there's somebody else, but the thing is that you gotta understand about mead, these guys and I think I might have talked about it then, and hopefully I don't this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. But <laughs> mead mead makers are like drag uh, what is it, not drag <laughs> thing of Game of Thrones. Uh, what's that card game everybody plays? Not Pokemon. Oh, Dungeons Magic, and Dragons. Oh. Magic, Magic the Gathering or Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons is a dice-based game. I don't think there's okay. cards involved. I, I've never played, but I'm, I'm assuming Magic the no, Gathering's I, cards. I, I can vouch for all of this shit. Okay, so. okay yeah. Pete's, Pete's the resident nerd that so, got this out. Okay. Magic so the Pete, Gathering is a card game. So, Pete, you should probably drink some more mead because these might be your people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> it's okay. Not a lot of people will admit it. It's okay, though. <laughs> It's, I think meat's delicious. Meat is delicious. It's the most, yeah, it's, it's intense. But anyways, the meat makers, what they remind me of are like Dungeons and Dragons folk or Magic the Gathering because they're very introverted. So like I go to these fe- this fest or this, this conference and I try to chat with them, but they're very introverted people. They know a lot of shit about it, but they just don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so, so here I am giving this presentation with this other guy that's pretty, very extroverted and he's a meat maker making all this delicious meat. Everybody else is just kind of like not making eye contact, <laughs> looking away. And I'm just like, this is the most awkward presentation. Like, because you're a very sociable guy, man. You're very forward. Like, yeah, I like, am. From, from from how many times we've like met up and just randomly run into each other. Yeah. It's just like, hey, what's up? High fives. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. extreme eye contact, extreme. holding onto the forearms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're politicians or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. It was good though. But it was like, it's funny. There's, it's like the beginning stages of what GABF used to be. I think. Because okay, yeah. there was, 
you could fit everybody in a hotel conference room. And also, or no, a smaller conference room. Like, a, oh man, like, that's awesome. Like, it's a meeting room in a way. But then they have their little mead fest called the Mazer Cup. And it's literally maybe two conference rooms put together. <laughs> so, like I said, if you look at they, like the, they lift the wall or retract the wall yes. between the two, basically. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> a lot of nice people, a lot of, you know, they're all, they're all very nice. And uh, it's, I learned a lot. It's cool because. This one guy at Superstition Meadery, he, he actually brought, he made, he commissioned somebody here in Colorado, I think, to make ceramic amphorae, which amphorae are the ancient, like, the very, they're the original barrels. But they're really? made out of ceramic. Yeah, they're made oh, out of clay. Okay, so they just had to... Like Egyptian style. Like super hot fire the clay to yeah. get it to whatever that process is called. Yeah. Killing it. Is that, is that right? It? I think or, kilning. You're kilning it, bro. I'm you're killing kilning it for it. certain. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool like to see this guy, he commissioned some college student that just worked up this clay pot, and it's badass. It's on my Instagram page, um, or on whatever, IG. But uh, <laughs> it's cool. I took a picture of it, I posted it, and like, they're like $1,000 each or something, but they're really unique. Damn. Um, a lot of brewers are trying to do like these trying to be different and one-up each other, you know, in a way, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. So, like, oh, I'm going to get an amphorae, or I'm going to do a cement tank, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, and it's like... When when I went out to Portland in April, which also was going to be my mead story, but I'm going to just negate that and go with this story, there was a brewery out there that we visited that has been brewing beer in a cement yes. fermenter, and they also have a beer that's not brewed in the cement fermenter, but it's called just Dave, and it's like $1,500 <laughs> a bottle. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's called Dave. The, that's the beer, yeah. I wish I could remember the name of the brewery right now because I laughed my ass off at this whole, like, story. This is in Portland? This is in Portland. I went there, and we're like, so, what's up with the Dave? He's like, you can't afford the Dave. You, you shouldn't be asking questions. <laughs> you, you you can leave now, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kindly leave. Take, take your tab in GTFO. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know. I've been chatting with Firestone Walker. Uh, I got a good buddy over there, Eric Ponce, who used to be... I think like in Alaska brewing and then with Cook and Stave and then he was at Goose Island managing their barrel program and then he left to uh, where'd he go Logs in the Farmhouse I think okay and then now he's at Firestone Walker and kid the guy is super smart and he's always nice to chat with but like he was talking to me he's like I want some amp foray and I'm like <laughs> might be able to make that happen man might be a new, the new game fuck barrels let's Let me, get yeah. some clay pots let's, let's go check it out like, how much further in history can we go back like and and here's what the best part is if you do that you and him could make some like promos for whatever he makes in that by recreating that scene from ghost yeah you two making a clay pot yeah. together <laughs> i wonder who would be who though would i be demi Moore or would he i mean you could coin toss coin toss. I think he has the abs to be... You you know him better than I do, so... But like, he's a tiny guy, so I don't know if he can get his arms around <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I have seen him in person, so I do know, like, relative his size <laughs> to you. He has the long hair like Patrick Swayze. I have the shorter hair like Demi. Maybe that'd make even better if he couldn't quite get his arms around. Just like, he's just rubbing your shoulders <laughs> or something. <laughs> he's, like, pushing my moobs into the... Like, <laughs> my, my moobs are the one making the pot. You know... Uh, moobs are man boobs, by the way, right. just in case. If, in case of just our listeners def- yes. are up to date on their blue humor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day, and uh, I was discussing... Uh, there's, there's a whole reason behind this, but anyway, we, t- we ended up talking about uh, Seth Rogen 
and yeah. um, uh, what's his name? James Franco's yes. recreation of that Kim and Kanye video. <laughs> I've never seen this, I don't think. Oh my god. If you haven't, you should look it up. I can't remember the name of the video is, but if you just look up Seth Rogen, James Kim, Franco, Kim Kanye, Kim Kanye video, Done. it'll bring it up. And it's it's and basically in the video, Kim and Kanye are like having sex basically the whole time on like a motorcycle. Ah, uh, yes. And and Seth Rogen and James Franco make a shot for shot remake of this with the two of them being one and the other. They are James very Franco close. is uh, Kanye, Seth Rogen is is uh, Kim, and his shoulders are far hairier than hers. Oh it's, man, it's amazing. I feel like that's the original bromance. I think so. At least it's starting to turn out like it, it is. It, it seems to be that way. The way the way they're going at it. I mean, literally, they were going at it in this video. Kind of now, it kind of leads me to another question: What is the most ultimate romance out there? Would it be those two, or would oh, it be man like current? Uh, I guess current would be them, but maybe even like ten years, a decade ago, who would that be? I don't know. I don't think I paid that much attention I to like, what dudes were hanging out together that much. I don't, even, I don't either. Pete, do you got do you got any thoughts on this? Are you even still I there? Do. Yeah, I'm. I'm still here. All right, good. Um, I'm trying to think of. So Jennifer Coolidge, who is she always? Who is she always in movies? Who the fuck is Jennifer Coolidge? It's a stiff mom in uh, in American Pie, and she's in Party Down. Oh, the milk. Yeah, and then it's oh, yeah. and then it's the tall blonde woman from like Glee and Party Down. God, who is she? And I she's in Glee or Virgin Party as the manager of the store. Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Is that Leslie Mitch? She was on the, the Nat Geo live broadcast thing recently. Oh, what's oh what is her name? She was in Death of Smoochie. Uh, yeah, was she? The the manager of the eBay store. No, no, the manager of the no, electronics store. Jane Lynch, that's Oh, Jane Lynch, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So Jane Lynch and Jennifer Coolidge have always had, like, roles with each other, and they're fucking hilarious together. But that's not um, a bromance. I know you're it's missing, not a bromance. But, but that, you're missing, that could be the same thing. Why not have the you're same? You're missing the, the penis, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> we, said, we said bromance. Damn it, Pete. Where did, you just got off in the weeds. <laughs> now, Now my mind's getting distracted by, like... <laughs> Who was like the, the hot like Cause, lesbian couple? Because Jane Lynch is definitely into the ladies. She, yes, <laughs> is she? Yeah, oh. I'm ninety percent sure. Yeah, I think she's openly gay. I'm like trying to actively Google just all this just, stuff right now. I just might have punched myself in the mouth, but I'm fairly certain she's openly gay. Oh no no no, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's married, she's married to uh, Laura Embry. What? Yeah. Yeah. You know oh. these names that I don't even know. That's. I'm not even mad. Well, well like, I'm looking on Wikipedia right now, dude. I, I can't pull that out of it. Okay. I was like, damn, dude, you are, you're typing fast. I can't even hear it. Um, so, so, Chickmances. Chickmances? Yeah, that's cool. Wait, wait. I feel like chick, Chickmances? Is that really what it that's is? That's what I went with. That's That was what just came. I feel like we could come up with something better. I'm two beers deep. I, I can't guarantee anything better than that. Pete? I mean, I would just say Bronny. But... They're not bros, bro. I know, and they're, the, they're like the least bro-y of the bros, you know? It's like... Ah, I'm going to get shit from the, for some of my friends for this, I'm sure. can't say because that's just rude. Bromance. <laughs> In a way, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Scissormances? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just... <laughs> the old scissor well, we call bromances dick-docking mances. Dick-docking. <laughs> dick-docking. Tummy... What was it? Tummy sticks? Yeah, tummy sticks. <laughs> or docking. <laughs> Uh, Tummy six is a whole different thing than dick docking. That's, what, to whatever ladies are listening to this, like, 
Sorry, I, if I you apologize don't. in advance. We are actually we're not very, terrible, terrible men, but we're we're gentlemen, to be quite honest. Usually, I mean, typically. Well, Turns out you give us a juicy banger, and all of a sudden, <laughs> a juicy banger. Three guys, three mics. You get weird. <laughs> three, three guys, three mics, two juicy bangers. Shit goes down. Yep, it's a bad equation. Oh um, man. Well, shit. So we're supposed to be talking about beer, though, right? Allegedly, yes. I mean, oh, we are- so, uh, so I wanted to say what my beer was because I, I still need to open this, and I'm about to. Oh, did you I'm find an opener? These- no. I'm one of these uh, metal handles on this chest of drawers that I have in front of me, but it's uh, the hypocrite. It's an Imperial Blondale, and since we had Noah on, it's uh, it's a barrel aged beer. It's aged in California Merlot barrels. One of those came from me. From who again? Uh, Perrin. Oh, Perrin. Perrin Brewing. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Perrin. Very nice guys. They are uh, they're teamed up with Oscar Blues. Yes. More or less. Yes. I, I think I might have sent them those, but. Um, I got a new partner at work, uh, work partner, Thomas, Thomas Letter, and I told Sam that he should totally interview this kid, because this dude is hilarious. Now, he'll take your podcast to a whole nother, it's like leveling up. Okay. okay. He used to work with Andy Parker, <laughs> which I think you guys already interviewed, right? I thought you, did is, you is Andy, Andy Parker from Avery? Oh, no. I thought no. you interviewed him. No, I wish I did. I want to. Okay, well, we can make that happen My, if you want to go to Boulder. I, I, dude, I'm in. I, the only the only uh, uh, interaction I've had with Andy Parker was a non-interaction was at your seminar at Big Bears. <laughs> so I didn't actually interact with him. I just sat there and watched him talk. You, you looked at him from 40 feet away. And also at one of their uh, Rumpkin releases, he talked. Ah, so I've, I've seen him talk a lot, but I've never actually talked to him. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll see if I can set that up for you guys. Him, Andy Parker, and Thomas. You get those two together, like, it's it's a fun thing. Thomas <laughs> alone, time. Thomas is hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm very blessed to have him on the team at the Barrel Dome uh, selling barrels side-by-side side with him because I've learned a lot from him, and the kid, the kid's hilarious. He's definitely way off the wall sometimes. <laughs> and, like, I almost have to say, like, Thomas, <laughs> hey. check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Bring it really bad game before I punched my microphone. Yeah, but this kid is hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you guys would definitely enjoy him if he was on your podcast. I, I think I interviewed him at Big Beers in Breckenridge. Really? Like, oh, cause, Breckenridge. Because yeah. I recognized Mallory. Yeah, Mallory. Because we ended up connecting on like Instagram or something. Like, hey, I think I know who you are. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Mallory, and, saving grace. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, do you guys want to? You know, I, I just had some questions. I was doing some video shit for Big Beers. And I don't know if theirs was one of the ones that took or not because I hope I hope it is too. I have to go back and look. I have to start matching up video to audio because some of them I forgot to hit either record on the video camera or record on the audio recorder. Were you that drunk or were you just not paying attention? Call them A, call them B. Just you know, I was riled up. Like "Ah!" (laughs) I'm gonna interview everybody. Just trying to. I had someone that was supposed to be my cameraman, but he didn't know what he was doing. So I'm like, oh fuck, I'll do everything myself. Sounds like you did rail some Adderall. (laughs) I might have. I might. I don't know what I did that weekend. It was. It, it got intense. I, I gotta apologize because I'm gonna slam this beer open. Did, it, did it work? Do I it. just heard you try. Ah, there we go. There we go. Pete's pounding over there. <laughs> pounding some beer. The old, old pounding Pete. Pounding Pete. Oh my God! This smells like caramel. <laughs> caramel? Mm, really? Like caramel? Caramel and maple barrels. Caramel. See? See? It all no, comes I together. It, caramel. It, it definitely does smell sweet as fuck, but it's all about the caramel, man. I'm telling you. How about that caramel? You know, we had, a, we, we had a light haze. Hold on, should we, should we tell him? <laughs> should we tell Pete? I mean, it has been about 30 minutes. All right, Pete, we have, we have a confession. 
What? We're totally lying about the caramel haze. Yeah, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. In reality, it kind of is a thing because when we were at the... This, Sam and I came <laughs> up with this. Why you lie about that, guys? <laughs> because we were drunk at a bottle share and we're like, this would be hilarious to not tell Pete what we're doing for however long we could carry on. So, but I felt bad and my conscience came out. So Mine didn't, just for uh, the record. But, but the, it kind of came from, though, the fact that you do have some IPAs and you can definitely taste them. It's more, they're more malty versus... Banky? I don't know. If yeah, I'm actually really glad that that doesn't exist. Yeah, I am too. Fucking terrible. But but the thing is, Sam and I were also blending because we drink stouts, like barrel aged stouts. Yeah. And then we'd pour like because they had stouts, sours, and all this stuff. But then we'd go directly back to the IPAs, and then there'd still be some remnants of the barrel aged stout in it, and then it looked like this weird caramel. It was, it was like a, a weird mix, weird brown haze. It looked like diarrhea, it was like Dookie water. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was not good. Shit water. But uh, luckily by then. I mean, we weren't rinsing our glasses out at that no, point. No, we were not. We started out the night like gentlemen, like rinsing our glasses oh, with some water. Weird. We're like, oh, we're, so we're going to drink water because we're being responsible and, you know, yes. good good uh, beer hygiene. Yes. By the end of the night, it's like, what the fuck? Just pour it in. Pour yes. it in. <laughs> so that's where we got the caramel IPA from. And then we were telling the rest of the porch drinking crew, like, <laughs> oh, guys, have you had this caramel IPA yet, man? Yeah. And I think we think we got Tristan and Corey Pelk on board with it. <laughs> Even if Corey didn't believe us, he's like, yep, yep. let's do this. He's, he's like, in. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, so caramely, bro. Bro, yeah. brah. Yeah. Just growing it up. Corey was awesome. That Old night. bro beans. Yeah. Hilarious if we actually started doing reviews of fake beer styles like that. Oh. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Actually, uh, website. one of the things, one of the jokes that uh, Noah and I were talking about was like, um, like stout or imperial stout was the ultimate original haze beer <laughs> like, <laughs> the, it really was the haziest beer you'll ever get bro yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any hazier you than that you can't even see through that shit <laughs> yeah. no. I was trying to think of like so okay so I'm, let's think about it so the northeast brought us hazy IPAs right yeah they did what did the midwest bring us was that was the midwest the original barrel aged beers because Goose Island and Parent, not Parent. Um, I mean KBS. Dark Horse with the uh, yeah founders. Uh, founders of KBS. I'm, found- I'm not sure they're the original, but they were some very popularized ones. I'd like to think that Midwest uh, popularized super bitter beers, like like some of the IPAs and the beers. I'm gonna be West Coast though. I think West I think Coast tastes more like fr- uh, fruity beers, like uh, not I want to say fruity, but like tropical flavors in their hops. Really? They were you know still I mean? very aromatic and very, they were like, they were the dank ones. The piney ones you're talking about? Like the resiny? Yeah, but I still think that's, that's aroma that's versus good. the bitterness, which is like very much What did the flavor. Southeast give us? Nothing. I just saw that. Uh, Yingling. Yingling? Yingling? <laughs> that's the East. But they brew a lot of it in Florida. Really? When I went down there in 2012, they had to separate the Brewers Guild on how much production was made from Yingling to the other craft brewers. And Yingling made like 100,000 barrels in 2012. The rest of it was like 64,000 for the other craft brewers. I have a confession. I will crush the shit out of a 40-pack. I'm sure they don't make it. 50-pack of Yingling. Like, I love... They make a 48. Well, I love, you can buy two 24s. Well, it's like, uh, it's like Austin Beer Works. They have that 100-pack or 99-pack. <laughs> yeah, the 99-pack. Like, yeah. It's like this long... It looks like a beam. Like, you're going to yeah. build a house out of this damn thing. <laughs> like, I, I would try. Yeah. Do you have Costco beer in Denver? Pardon? Do you have Costco's in Denver? We do. Yeah. Okay. They have Kirkland Light, which yeah. comes in a 48-pack. Yeah. For real? I have... All right. Well, Ross has a Costco membership. Looks like I know what I'm doing this weekend. Dude, you got you have to do a 48. I think you have to go to the Wadden off Wadsworth. 
Okay. So there's fine. only like one legit Costco liquor store until they finally. Yeah, the one in Wadsworth in '70. Until they finally totally absorbed that grocery law here. Well, but you yeah. don't need a you don't need a membership either to get uh, liquor or alcohol from. Costco. Oh really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sam's Club oh, lets oh, you do good. it too. All right, good. Yep. I'm in. I'm gonna have to get a Kirkland 48 or Kirkland 48. And I mean, I'm not. I mean, if we Costco should... wants to sponsor us, that's sweet. But they also have uh, really fucking good vodka as well. Like they have, yes. they put it next to like Tito's and a couple yeah. other ones, and it, it almost Keep naming good all vodkas. of the nice vodkas. Yeah. Even their wine and tequila, like, yeah, okay, so I've always actually, if I weren't doing the barrel thing, I'd probably go work for Costco, and I'll tell you why, <laughs> all right, because they are, like, the premier procurement guys, the supply chain guys, like, they have their branded shit, but it's, like, actually quality shit, it's, like, legit, like. Oh, for sure, yeah, like, it's not, like, the generic name brand, it's, correct. like, fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> So I bet you their vodka is probably actually made by Tito's, but it's just like a slight change in their original recipe. Yeah. Because I know their their scotch is actually made by McKellen. Oh, really? Yeah. So you pay fifty dollars oh, for. God. Yeah, it's That's McKellen. That's epic private labeling right there. Yeah. Fucking a. They're they're like the kings at what is it self branding or what is it private labeling? Private labeling. Label. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's like yeah. So. But then they undercut all the. I know. Name brand shit so hard. But they have to, like, the, it's not like the brands that they're doing that to don't know it. They're like, all right, well, it's got to be a benefit to them somehow, whether it's a surplus oh, for sure. or They're something. probably still making money off of it. I'm sure but, Costco does. So but sure. who makes the beer, though? I have no idea. I haven't even looked into this. I was just thinking I, back. I have not looked into it at all, but I, I've tasted it, and I know, it tastes exactly like Bud Light. Oh. So they might have some sort of deal with like Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> they might have some Anheuser-Busch connections. Uh, makes sense. Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, it would make Fucking bulk warehouse, produce shit. Yeah. Where's Kirkland based out of? Do you know? I thought they were like a Colorado. Uh, Washington is where Costco's based out of. Trust me. What about Kirkland? I, told you. I believe you that, but what about Kirkland? Kirkland is Kirkland a Costco is, brand? Yes. Okay, so, okay, same yes. thing then. Okay, that yeah, makes Kirkland sense. is the Costco brand, unless okay. they have it marketed different in different markets. No, I don't know. Okay, I was just making sure because I couldn't remember if that was uh, Sam's Club or Costco, and I was just getting. No, Sam's Club. It just says Sam's Club. They're okay. fair, they're just like, yeah, fuck it. We don't even want to. What, what's? <laughs> we're too lazy. We're, yeah, we're owned by Walmart, so fuck all we, y'all. We already differentiated ourselves from Walmart, but we are Walmart, so let's go Sam's Club. We have a little bit cheaper gas than the rest of America. Yeah, we're Walmart yeah. for the people that like to buy in bulk. Yes. That's bulk. Interesting because I just recently had a day where I woke up after drinking too much tequila. Oh, fuck. And my friend kept waving a Kirk, a giant, like not even a small, like a giant Kirkland bottle of tequila in my face at his birthday party. Oh. And I was like, Dude. I'm not drinking. I, like I told Mike, I'm not drinking tonight. It was, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday, and I had shit to do the next day. So I was like, I'm just going to, did, I did my damage last night. I'm good. I'm going to sit here, eat your stupid cake, and give you your stupid present, but I'm not drinking your stupid tequila. And uh, now I kind of wish I had because Dude. actually, it's probably still be there next time I go back to his house. It was some probably super primo and yeho. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, top top tier Don Julio. Like stuff. basically yeah. Don Julio 1942 on yes. private label. Yep, 42 yep. is my favorite year of Don Julio. <laughs> is it Dude, the that only? Shit is so- <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was another like an 82. That was like when I was born. <laughs> 82. It's just a little too retro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nah. Don Julio 82. <laughs> Tastes like sewer water. The, the bad it's years. Like crack cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it pours out white and chunky. It's like curdled milk. It's the. Oh. <laughs> it's got like piece, like actual pieces of the agave plant in it. <laughs> it's actually got the fingers of the people who made it in there. 
It's okay because it's alcohol. So yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's all, totally sterilized. It's totally it's sterilized. Infected. It's like swallowing the worm. You know? they, they drain the blood because it's not red. It's just fingers. Did I tell you guys my Mexico story? I think I did. I don't want to go back to there. <laughs> I think I told you that the first time I was on. I don't. I don't, I don't remember it. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Go for it again. No, I can't because this will be out in the worldwide web and. Okay. It's, oh, you like you told us maybe not on the air. Let's just say maybe yeah. Because if you told it on the first time in the show, that's still in the worldwide web. Yeah. No, I know. Maybe I did. I don't know. I'll have to go back. But let's just say I got stuck there my second trip trying to find tequila barrels. Jim Crook from Firestone Walker really loves this story, of course. And the guy still doesn't buy tequila barrels from me, but luckily Eric's there. <laughs> but this is the same trip that got you that special text message. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Did you yeah. see a donkey show? No, surprisingly. I wish I would have, because I think life would have been a little bit more normal and acceptable then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm pretty sure I met the cartel, and I, got, I almost got stuck there for two or three weeks just to find some stupid tequila barrels for the shoots by who the way... Always like it's weird being a salesperson. Like you think you take your clients out and buy, you know, buy them dinner. Yeah. I go visit the shoots and they always take me out and buy me shit. It's like how does that work? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're like, am I supposed to? What, what what's going on here? I don't. This is, I'm so confused. What, are you are buying nicest, something? Who are the nicest clients that you have? Um, probably actually uh, number one rated now. Uh, Black Project. Sarah and James. Oh, yeah. Uh, James, first off, James is just super smart about a lot of the stuff that he does, uh, or at least he shares a lot of his knowledge, so he's like definitely a subject matter expert in the, in the realm. But he's always been nice. Um, there's some assholes out there, and I actually have the video text to prove it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you showed me. We're not yeah. going to name names, but yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good times. But um, the Arizona Wilderness Boys, they're just wild and crazy, but I love them to death. Um I don't know, there's a lot of, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of nice people out there in the brewery realm, but just like any business, you know, you're going to encounter some, yeah. some strong personalities. Very, yeah, that's a nice way to put it. That's, that's why I'm in marketing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but no, uh, the nicest people, I mean, locally, it's, it's, I mean, honestly, everybody I work with in reality is super nice. Uh, Eric Ponce is really nice, and he's been cool to learn stuff from. Adam Pace, have you ever heard of uh, Holy Mountain? No, I was say, I felt like I heard the name, but I don't. I I think I'm just making it up in my head. So he used Pretty to awesome name for a brewery, though. Yeah, it's like okay. If you ever been true brewing here, it's like super dark death metal. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. I love that place. So <laughs> Holy Mountain, same kind of metal metalhead okay. type thing, but they're like they they yang or they yin because true is like really dark and black, and then Holy Mountain's just white and clean <laughs> and like sterile. They're like the fucking that's... dio of the metal world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. But uh, Adam, a rainbow in the dark, if you will. Yes, yes. Adam's super nice. I mean, honestly, this industry is cool because there's a lot of nice people. There are some guys that think a little bit too highly of themselves, and it, you know, I mean, I am just a lowly salesperson just trying to sling some oak. But I'm very, I'm very uh, attentive to how people react to respond to me, and yeah. it seems like the majority of the people I talk to are always just super kind and super welcoming. So if I were to leave this job, I don't even know how to even function with some of these suits that are in the you know the executive realm or the corporate realm. Yeah, totally. I like, probably go with that C-suite. Like, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna communicate so well. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I don't know. It's just such a different the brewing the beverage industry realm is just very unique and it's a lot of relational things and it's always fun. I mean, you get to go drink. You know, you get to 
libates and get loose and I don't know. You just make some good friends. Yeah. You're, it's like you're hanging out with people yeah. you like to hang out with. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And I don't know. I'll chat with some people that I used to idolize, you know, like Peter Bocart from New Belgium. Okay. You know, yeah. Like I always wanted to work in New Belgium. I applied there like 15 different times. And now, now <laughs> yeah. we sell them barrels every now and then. But uh, hanging out with people, like Peter Bocart just randomly popped into the, the shop one day and I was just like, hey, Peter, what are you t- Quirky. Hey, what's up, man? Quirky. Oh, he's the quirkiest dude, one of the quirkiest guys out there, but it's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and then he has his little Belgian accent. It's 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 lovely, man. It's cool. <laughs> so he's he's the Belgian New Belgium. Yeah, he is the, Bel- <laughs> he is the Belgian New Belgium. <laughs> That's awesome. We were, I was up at uh, Odell's, uh, uh, one of the beer fests they do every year where they... Uh, tap like their rare bear or their rare beers and mm. like small batch that's what's called small batch beer festival and we're staying in line and my friend's like that's that's peter that's peter from new belgium like the guy that just fucking left <laughs> like i'm looking behind me like which guy I I, whatever he was, just, yeah. he was an unassuming dude it was it was cool and i think i think he just left didn't he and yeah he doing like his own thing yeah that's uh that's the story right now Man, I gotta I better hit him up for some barrels. Yeah, man. But he's like one of those folks that, and it's kind of an interesting thing within the the barrel realm, and that's kind of what's going on is. Sorry, we got some more some more road hogs out there. Different one. That one's hair is shorter. <laughs> um, but uh, this is kind of again an interesting trend to see within the barrel realm is obviously there's so many new and larger or like local distilleries now, right? Yeah. And this is something that Peter was very good at at New Belgium. He just built these relationships in Napa, France wherever to get these barrels and fooders from and he would you know so he had these direct connections direct lines and plus it was new belgium that could go in and you know they would order a truckload whereas like the smaller guys that i help service and help out you know they're only buying one or two at a time yeah or four or five or whatever but peter has all these like super huge connections and now i'm seeing that with like side project in missouri the Corey knows whoever at uh, Woolet Distillery. Directly. Okay. He's like, oh yeah, we're good buddies. I'm like, well, fuck me. Like, I guess I want to sell you barrels every <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. Well, um, all right. See you next time. Yeah. Like, when my you job, want something that's not whiskey, we'll talk. I as, guess. Yeah. As as more and more of these urban distilleries or just distilleries in general and urban wineries or wineries, whatever, come online in each state. You know, my job I think starts to get minimalized. I guess does that make sense? Um, it, it starts to get uh, it, it's a new form of competition in my opinion is. is what it comes down to because there's it's a channels thing mm-hmm. they can go through you guys the broker or if they're making these relationships there's no regulation that says these places can't sell directly to somebody so right. Right. It's, it's a it's a competition thing in my mind it's, it's an interesting variable and I'm not sure how it's going to truly play out but it's it's kind of you know I'm glad that people are I always tell people go local if you can hell yeah so in a way I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot however Local people only have so much stuff. Yeah, exactly. You and still have you still have uh, you know, I don't know if inventory is the word I'm looking for, but you have the resources yeah. to get beyond that localness if they want something exotic. And maybe it'll turn into a thing where yeah. Rocky Mountain Barrel Company turns into like a boutique barrel thing versus I think, that. I think that's what it's slowly evolving into. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know, man. It's oak, man. Now, wood. Now that wood. We've, now that we've analyzed your business <laughs> structure, <laughs> your business plan, it's. I mean, anybody can sell some barrels. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Grab <laughs> this barrel, man. You want some barrels? Yeah, I was actually thinking about going into barrel making for a little while there too. Uh, become- I knew it was like something that was like really on the up and up, and being what is it, a Cooper? Yes. Something? Yeah. Um, yes. That like I was watching videos. And I'm like, I will never fucking be able to do that. 
Like, <laughs> we definitely there talk is about this. not enough time in the world <laughs> to learn that skill. It's it's definitely a trade. Yeah, definitely yeah, a trade. Sure, it's dude. a dying trade. Yeah. yeah, which sucks because like that's why I wanted to go in it in the first place is because like I know there there can't be a million goddamn Coopers in the United States. You know, like there's probably a select <laughs> few people that do it. So. Yes. My dad's really good with woodworking too, and he's like really good with his hands. So I was like, maybe you know, like we could go into that. Like, it's expensive. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because of yeah. the tooling and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of it's done by machines now. Yeah, I mean, you still have guys doing it, but uh, it's a lot of machine heavy. Like when you go to these, like I've been to a wine cooperage. I'm pretty sure you can eat off the floor in there. It's like a really so yeah, it's so clean. Then you go to like a, a bourbon barrel cooperage, and it's like third world country. <laughs> you better get. <laughs> you think you gotta eat off the floor there because if they're spilling any bourbon, it's totally sanitized. Yeah, yeah, this is true. But it's like walking into like like literally walking into a fire pit at a bourbon barrel. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, it's because they have the torch and like. Oh yeah. That's like the big part of it, is the char, right? Yep. Whereas the wine cooperage, I assume they don't have to char shit. They just keep it. Correct. Oak, yep. Like raw oak. Yep. Oh. So, but wine coopers are like, I mean, if you ever met a winemaker, you'd understand why it's so clean there. Winemakers are probably the most most specific and most, I don't want to say anal retentive, but they just, they want to know how much sunlight a tree got before it was cut down, you know? They're like they're like that Portlandia skit where they're talking about the chicken. Yes. And what its name is, how it grew up, who its brothers and sisters were before it was slaughtered. <laughs> I really wish this is, the, this is the first time anybody referenced that skit. <laughs> that's probably but the one. But it's like the fourth <laughs> or fifth time. It's exactly like that. Yeah, that's the first thing I think. This I'm not a, that clever of a guy. This is I get a free-range it. tree that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His name was Bert. <laughs> Bert. Yeah, he let it, had a good life. Yeah. He had some sisters and cousins. Yeah, yeah. He, he died doing what he loved, <laughs> making wine. Yes. So. Oh, man. Pete, you've been quiet, man. What's going on? I'm just sitting here chilling, guys. I'm listening to you guys talk. I feel like I've been talking too much. I, wanna... no, I think you've been doing the right amount of talking, but, you know, we, we could move on to the loaded questions. Oh, shit. Where, that's, this is Noah's <laughs> favorite part. This is... He, last time, when we, when we were at that bottle share, he asked me uh, if he's the only person we asked that question where uh, they had to shove the bottles up their ass to get the deposit. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I couldn't tell you who else got it, but there's other people that got that question. <laughs> there were two other people that got that, and I can't remember exactly who they were, but... Were they greedy? <laughs> they were very conservative, <laughs> yeah. I think. Or was I the greediest? Uh, there, was, I was the greediest. Okay, there was one person. Uh, I think it was the dude from Sombier. Oh, John? Yeah, John. He was like, I just do that as a job. <laughs> he said something akin to that. I don't think it was exactly that, but he was like, I would just shove beer bottles in my ass. The first one would be terrible, but after that, you'd probably loosen up. Just, yeah. After you, after you dilate a little bit, just let it loose. But it, so to speak. Well, uh, Pete, uh, I think we've changed around our questions since last time you were on. Pete, why don't you tell Noah and uh, the rest of our listeners how, how this works down? Sure. So I've been trying to – actually, I've been kind of quiet because I've been, like, working on how I'm – like, how I can explain this segment to make it make the most sense. So maybe Noah and Sam, you guys can help me. Okay. Sam, you know what this is. So I do. Maybe, I'll give you feedback. All right. So this segment is called Strife of the Party. I'll give you three beverages, which could be beer, liquor, piss, jet fuel, any, anything. <laughs> uh, and you tell me how you'd consume each of these in 20 minutes. And your consumption options are saver, beer bong, and butt chug. And you can only assign one of those to each beverage. So you have three options. 
I give you three drinks, and you have to tell me how you would drink it. It's the drinking equivalent of Mary Fuck Kill. Oh, yeah, what? Exactly. Mary yep. Fuck Kill. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Butt chug, I love that one. <laughs> Most people do. It's popular so, one. So the first set is, um, this is kind of topical since we're talking about this. A pint, gla- pint glass full of maple syrup aged in bourbon barrels. A bowl of piping hot caramel oatmeal. <laughs> and a gallon of crick water. Crick water. <laughs> crick water. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so boiling did you say boiling hot caramel oatmeal? No, a bowl. A bowl. Okay, bowl piping hot. It's bowl. fucking hot though. I mean if you poured it in your butthole it'd probably hurt quite a bit. That would be quite or the callus. If you're, or if you're chugging it or shotgunning it. It's gonna hurt regardless, but it'd probably hurt your bowl. Yeah, I would okay, so shotgun the bowl of hot oatmeal. And then I would butt chug the maple syrup. Mm. And then what was the other option? The joy, savor, or savor the crick water. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want to go reverse. I want to butt chug the crick water, but you know I already put him in, so let's yeah, lock it in. Gets, it's my final answer. He's, he's a man of his word. He's a commitment. He's a committing man. I just feel like I'm gonna need that gallon of crick water to. Soothe my scolding throat from the. There's a chance that you, yeah. Also, you'll probably get really sick and just shit everything out. That's so. why the maple syrup's there. It's gonna, gonna caramelize and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just crystallize over. So it's gonna be an implosion. Think that'd dry out your butthole like uh, what a yeah, the barrel. <laughs> the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one dry starfish. <laughs> oh. So I still do the would you rather straight up. Right. <laughs> I haven't changed my shit around yet because I'm not creative. All right, so Noah, would you rather have to finish every beer you drink with an unpleasant amount of residual swill or have every beer you drink go half flat halfway through? Go flat halfway through. I can do the flat halfway through. I don't like swill. Yeah, that one seems pretty easy. I took that one from a... I crowdsourced that answer. You know, some beers are good flat, you know? You know, I, I always joke that I have uh, some German ancestry, so, like, <laughs> if it's somewhat flat and cellar temperature, that's yeah. uh, that's good for me. Yeah, it's very Euro. Yeah. <laughs> so Euro. <laughs> the new hipster beers. Yeah. Oh, we don't carb. No. Oh, fuck no. Fuck that. This comes right out of the bright tank. Yes. You're looking at this as any carbs at all. <laughs> Pete, what you got next? All right, so here are three options. A flask filled with Tabasco sauce, four yeah. shots of sour milk, a pint glass with a 50-50 mix of ramen noodle broth and tequila. Oh. Actually, that last one sounds, sounds too bad. That sounds kind of good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like I'm a pickle like, back vodka shot. Yeah, yeah. But tequila. But tequila. Yeah. Bad memories. Um, <laughs> so, what, wait, what am I supposed to do with... I... So you can savor it. You have to enjoy one. You have to beer bong one. You have to butt chug one. Oh, God. <laughs> Alright, so there was the tequila, ramen, four ramen. shots of sour milk, and a flask of tobacco. How many right. shots of sour milk? Four? Four. Okay. That's going to be chugged. Or what was the. Shotgun? Shotgun. But you said savor. Savor, beer bong, and butt chug. Oh, I beer, mean, bong. Beer, okay, bong. beer bong. Beer bong. Beer bong. Yeah, beer bong the milk. 
Oh, that sounds absolutely horrendous. That, yeah, I, that makes me want to fucking. I almost gag a little bit right there. God, yeah. yeah, I'm already like dry heaving. And then, um, butt chug. I'm about to savor the hot sauce because I could oh, yeah. only imagine butt chugging hot sauce. Oh, I'll butt chug, but even then, tequila is not any better. Is this no, like cool? is this like room temperature ramen or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like slightly cold. All right, so yeah, definitely ramen, tequila, butt chug, and then I'll savor the hot sauce. Fair enough, fair enough. Which I don't know, like that sounds kind of enjoyable. I like hot sauce. So. I like hot sauce too. I mean, it also depends on how hot it is and how much I can savor it. Yeah. At Chain Reactions uh, anniversary party, I actually bought some hot sauce from that vendor that was on site. Yeah. I remember uh, that. Dan something or other, I think yeah. it's called. And I got the second hottest one because I'm a super masochist. And he also told me it was really good in salsa, and I've been starting to just make my own salsa. And guess what? I haven't put it in yet. It's any fucking salsa. Oh. I've put it on. I've put it on uh, Taco Bell. Okay. I've put it on pizza rolls. I make that. And I mix it into some Kroger salsa. Pizza rolls. Yeah. Why don't we have? We should have pizza. I feel like that's. Uh, I kept smelling pizza, so yeah, yeah that would be like, all right. That should be like the official food of the podcast. Pizza that's rolls. what I just started doing. I just microwave up some and, <laughs> and Totino's. Yeah. This podcast not really sponsored by Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah. But we're trying to get them too. We're, uh, yeah, we're just waiting for it. <laughs> I'll just beat up a pizza delivery guy and like keep his little like thermal yes. unit so I can microwave them at work and bring them up here afterwards. So uh, they'll still be like lukewarm. Yes, I like it. Or if it's in the summertime, I'll just keep them outside since it's yeah. 90 trillion degrees here. It is a little warm. Uh. All right, so would you rather have your beer burps smell like farts or pee for at least 10 solid minutes anytime you need to tap a kidney? Wait, what? Tap a kidney? Go pee? Yeah, go pee. Okay. <laughs> Again, I, I crowdsource this answer as well. I think I do the, the beer fart. The beer sorry, fart? Sorry, the, the beer, beer fart burp. Burp, 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 fart beers. The beer, the BFBs? Yes. Yeah, you're not... I don't, I don't have time. I have, <laughs> Who's got again, time for that? Again, I'm, I'm like getting distracted trying to do a podcast. Yeah, I don't think I can, 10 minutes peeing. I just walk you out. forget where peeing. you were. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> like texting, sending emails, writing a <laughs> so thesis. So many dick pics in 10 minutes. So many dicks. <laughs> People, what would you do in this one? I was thinking about that. I have. All right, repeat it one more time. Have your beer burps smell like farts, or pee for at least ten minutes every time you need to tap a kidney, aka okay, go pee. So I piss a lot. <laughs> that is true, actually. Um, so I, I don't know if there was the enough her. time in the day for me to piss. Like if I piss <laughs> ten minutes each time. Oh man. So I think I would just have to have my beer burp smell like farts and cover my mouth every time I burp. Or really blow them at someone you really like. This, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Or, like, crop dust everybody. That's you know? exactly what I would do. <laughs> I'm usually drinking. I'm around friends and family, so... <laughs> yeah, safe to crop dust. It's a good it's a good environment for that anyways. Yes. <laughs> Dude, Root Shoot Malting posted something. I think they did a shoot with the Brutography Project. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, they kept talking about how he got to witness a crop dusting, and I just kept laughing the whole time. <laughs> Uh, we're men. I can't move past that. We're 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 men. We're men, but we're all twelve year olds on the inside. We are very much yep. so twelve year olds. You got one last one, Pete? I do. Okay. So twenty minutes can skip all of these. Here are your options. A bottle of rubbing up. A baby food jar full of liquid carrots. A forty eight pack of Kirkland light. And I'm sorry, what about the 20 minute? Is that your time limit to do? That, that's a time limit to do all of these things. 
So you could beer bong for 20 minutes if you want. Whoa. No, no, you can't. You can beer bong for like 10 minutes and then have five minutes of peace. Well, but that you have was to do some... all of these things in 20 minutes. Oh, you have to do them all in 20 minutes. Okay. That was very good. I... Or I'm um, stupid. What was the first one again? It was the... A bottle of rubbing alcohol. Have you ever seen that dude who's shoe nice who just chugs fucking... Like bottles of liquor. No, that just sounds like death. You're, so I'm gonna die. You're, you're basically sending. You're sensing I, me to death. I had a friend on mushrooms once, accidentally an apple and rubbing alcohol because he didn't realize what he was doing. So it's like Everclear. It. Pretty much. It didn't kill him, but he didn't get sick either. But he also didn't so chug it. So this dude chugged a bottle of rubbing alcohol and was paralyzed for three days. So yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna die. <laughs> so. So you're telling Noah this? to get bent. In how that. about this? I'll just slip my wrist. Chug the bottle of rubbing alcohol. Or you can sanitize your wrist cuts and maybe you'll die. I'll sanitize, yes. That's that's fucked up, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. You, I have to agree. I'm, I Remember guess I'm you up the highway and not across the street, Noah. Yeah, okay. I'll do the carrots, then the beer finishing off with rubbing alcohol. Are you, are you going to butt chug the beer? I'm going to butt chug the beer. Shotgun the rubbing alcohol and then savor the carrots because that's the last thing you're gonna know. (laughs) (laughs) He died what he loved eating Eating, baby food. Baby food carrots. I like such an awkward scene to walk in on, (laughs) right? Like, oh, just turn around and go right back. I'm like, "Ah, nope, not into this. There is a lot of blood and he's farting beer, but also eating a jar of liquid carrots. (laughs) Oh my god. I like that you had to like classify this as a baby jar full of liquefied carrots and that's just baby food yeah baby food jar full of liquid carrots I mean you know exactly like the Gerber baby on the outside of it yeah yeah I'm no babysitter or anything but I don't think you feed babies jars of not liquefied carrots and that's some fucked up shit where do you guys go like some deep dark recesses of we take it we take it to where uh, nobody wants to go it's like the mental darkness aggro crack. It's like whoever thinks of these horror movies, like the Saw movies. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you guys are like... We're the Eli Roth of the Eli, fucking yes. podcast questions. <laughs> the Guillermo del Toro. VHS? The what? VHS. Uh, yes, a long time ago. I have not. Oh, so I really like the movie. It has... It's pretty shittily rated, but like it's just a bunch of short horror movies just really fucked up. From the 80s, right? Short. No, that was uh, early 2000s. Oh, actually, yeah. I think it might have been the 2000s. It was it was modernized. It was it was it was like a to Netflix release almost. How many? Yeah, people, yeah. At what age do you think people stopped realizing what a VHS was? Oh God, I don't even want to know because that'll make me feel old as shit. I was talking to an intern at work the other day who said he doesn't remember when YouTube wasn't a thing. <laughs> That's like 2005. That's like I know. 12 years ago. That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he, he was born in fucking. Uh, he was born in 1998. Oh shit! Oh, an intern. Yeah. Shit, he's almost 20. Fuck. Yeah, dude, he's 19. I was like, that is so fucked up, man. Like, I keep forgetting you're turning 30 this year. That's messing with my head. Yeah, I was like, you've never known dial-up internet. <laughs> yeah. You've never known a, a landline? Two girls, one cup's like a legend to him, not even oh, a shit. thing. Yeah, that would be, yeah. That's, oh my god. That's <laughs> so Isn't that messed up? I, that, like, I don't really feel old that much, like, 30 back when I was Like, when he said that, I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, my nephews probably don't realize 
a world without Netflix. Damn, dude. Like, or a world without YouTube. Like, that's so weird. My youngest sister, I think, she was born in 1994. And she's like 22. Oh, what is that? I don't even know. I can't do math. 23? Yeah, she's 23. Yeah. And she just got out of college. And I'm like, I can't even think of anybody born later than that. Yeah. Or, or earlier than that? I don't or Later. That's, I've got like a second cousin who's what a life. Yeah, she was probably born in 97, I would say. Life is so easy now. I know. Like, and yet it's so complicated. So complicated. Well, now that we're meandering down into life, which is far too dark for us. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, man, thanks for coming again. Always, and, always. And thanks for uh, going along with the uh, the gag there on Pete. Like, uh, I, I, was, yeah, I, was, I was pretty happy. Should have kept right. going. You, Sorry, Pete. I was going to try to make it so I, obvious no, to pick I, up I, on it. I thought that sounded fucking gross, so I was really <laughs> relieved that you said that that was a prank, because I'm like, all right, good. Well, it is for now, but yeah. you never know, dude. Yeah, just wait. Yeah. The, the brewing here. industry has a way of making reality out of hideous things. People are throwing all kinds of shit in the beer now. Tacos. Like our good friend fingers. Michael said, next year there's going to be a blue cheese IPA. Yeah. <laughs> so, so curdled. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's going to well, be a thing. Uh, where, uh, do you want to plug uh, Rocky Mountain Barrel Company? Nah. Okay. They know where to find us. the third we time. We sell barrels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Google it. Yeah, we sell some fucking barrels. We got bourbon, tequila, you know. Come smell our bungholes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.